Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live. Yes, I said live. I meant to say all the way live from the Jam Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where we are in the middle of a jam-packed fest of fuckery that I can't really begin to recall ever even being a part of. In living, just living in general, you know, whether in the U.S. or abroad. Um, but th- there's just been a lot of crazy shit. And you know how I do all so well. I go out and cherry pick the finest of the fuckery that I see. And I crack on them damn fools right here on, t- on this goddamn show. And that's how we have fun here on the Joe Moffat Show. Um, first of all, shout out. To a few people, um, definitely some new followers on our Twitter page, which is at Joe Moffat Show, uh, which would be uh, Genevieve underscore Pacras. Um, y'all can figure out how to spell it yourself. The ST Famous, Small Town Famous, which is a podcast about discussion. Good old boys, yes, indeed. Shout out to Bam Comic Podcast for the retweet. Uh, Chrissy and JD uh, Blutz uh, retweeted some things for this week. Nepo- uh, Neapolitan Radio, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Nicholas William Teal, um, and of course, not not to go without. Well, I'm going to mention some more people. Hold on real quick. She know I'm about to mention her. The Pod Couple, um, where we at? Blind Hour Pod, uh, Blind Hour Podcast. Um, whoever the hell cuz. Following Film. Uh, hold on. What that shit say? Following Films Podcast. Uh, Wrestling Worse, who is not following us. Shout out to you. Your boy B-Rob. My nigga B-Rob. Man, oh man, over at the goddamn Triple R Podcast, Random, uh, Random Ramblings with Rob Chep Kim Howe every week on SoundCloud as well as all podcast providers. Shout out to my dude. That dude got a damn good show and he always got some awesome guests. Speaking of guests, yes, I said guest. Now, y'all know your boy kind of been a little, little hands off when it comes to have guests on the show, but... Um, I do feel that now that we're rolling into the month of March and um, I've started to actually catch a lot of traction um, with my plays and everything. For those that don't know, I've we've basically killed every number that we've ever had um, throughout this period, particularly um, comparing last January to February um, 2016. And not only that, just all of the numbers from the first year. The first year is like so damn irrelevant. It's it's been blown out of the water 10 times over now. And I just want to thank everyone that has taken the opportunity to listen to the Joe Moffat show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
And for anybody that hasn't and, you know, you have a friend that you want to tell about it, tell them shit. They want to get some goddamn relevance on the way the crazy shit goes in this life or just need a good goddamn laugh. I'm always good for a motherfucking laugh, if nothing else. So if they asses need a good laugh and to kick back and relax and chill, by all means, send them all over here to the show. We'll take good care of them. Um... But as I was mentioning before, my, my boy uh, B. Robbie does have some amazing guests on his shows. Um, and in I, I guess for, for the Joe Moffat show, for us to expand and to grow, I'm going to have to start bringing some folks in. And we're going to have some old you know, fuckery to expel double time instead of just coming from me. And I found it fitting. And I actually already asked her this morning. And she accepted. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I don't fucking remember. But... I did ask, and we're going to have the Hippie Pixie on the show next weekend, live, 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 live. Yes, you heard it, live, 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 and it's going to be off the goddamn chain. We're going to have some fun. Um, for those that don't know, she is my producer. She has become a good friend. Um, her and her husband, Luis, shout out to Luis, also known as the Grumpy Penguin on Twitter. Look up his account, as well as her account, the Hippie Pixie, um, uh, at the Hippie Pixie on Twitter as well. Um, and we're going to tear the house down next week, uh, maybe week or weekend. It'd probably be more week because I do have a ball tournament that I got to deal with um, concerning uh, my stepdaughter and her wonderful team, the Lady Bronx of Kremlin Hillsdale here in Oklahoma. Shout out to them as well. They are on the verge of possibly being, from my understanding, possibly the first girls basketball team from the school um to be able to make it all the way to the state tournament um we're, we're really cheering for them they got a fight through area this friday night if they win area they go straight to state if they if they lose that game friday night they have to play again saturday i'm hoping they pull it out friday night so you know mahalo all the girls on that team i love you guys i hope you guys do good and i will be there watching on friday night now but yeah we are gonna bring uh, the Hippie Picks on here live. We're going to have some damn good time. Um, and I want you guys to be ready for that next week. And then after that, we hope to have some more guests come on. Um, if there's some people that you think you'd like to hear on the mic collaborating with me on some things, by all means, let me know. Shit. Shoot me a shoot. Anybody can freely access me on Twitter. My account is wide open. Okay? You got to diss. Diss my ass. You want to show some love? Love my ass. You can love and hate me all at the same goddamn time. I like that freaky shit. I find that shit fun and educational and invigorating. So bring your best and bring your worst at Joe Moffat Show. I'd love to hear anything you got to say, my niggas. And now, got to get these papers all together. You know what I'm saying? We got to get, you know, on to the news because y'all know we got some shit to talk about. Y'all know I always got some crazy shit to talk about. And this week is no motherfucking different, bitches. So come on in. We about to have some motherfucking fun. Uh, so, who watched All-Star Weekend? Yeah, yeah, I know some, you know, most people, some, a lot of people don't watch basketball. But I uh, enjoy the All-Star Weekend every year. I think All-Star Saturday Night is a great event. Um, has been since I was a little boy. I remember watching Michael, watching Dominique. Watching them boys go at it, and it was like a goddamn festival of excellence. Them niggas would do some shit on that fucking court that would be unbelievable. And as we went through years of the the uh, Steve Francis's, <laughs> goddamn Vince fucking Carter, 
good. Man, when Vince Carter did the dunk contest, that shit was like the most amazing thing. It was niggas jumping out of pussy to see that motherfucker dunk in that goddamn dunk contest. He hit everyone, sent him ass. Bam, 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 bam. He knew he was going to win and there was nobody else that was going to be able to touch his ass no matter what the fuck they did. They could have shot a basketball out of a cannon and had the cannon sticking out of the dude's ass. He'd have had to shoot it out of his ass at the hoop and make the goddamn dunk. He still wasn't going to beat Vince Carter that fucking year in that goddamn dunk contest. I remember Dwight Howard winning the dunk contest, then Nate Robinson coming back and putting that motherfucker in his place. That shit was live on the dunk contest. That's when the shit, you know, we was kind. I was kind of worried about the dunk contest during them years. People didn't think, you know, because some participants like the LeBrons, um, Kobe had gotten up in age, and a lot of the popular players that was out at that time just wouldn't do the damn dunk contest. You know, Russell Westbrook, who is a pretty decent dunker, he'd never done a dunk contest, you know. So it's, it's shocking that a lot of these players that are now stars in the league, they haven't done the dunk contest, you know. And so, but there's a lot of preparation that goes into the dunk contest. There's a whole lot of fucking practice. The difference between most people who've done the dunk contest and Vince Carter is I don't think Vince had to really do much practicing. A lot of these players nowadays, you know, they they have to come up with things that are bigger than what Vince did. I don't think Jordan had to really practice at the dunk contest. He had been practicing dunking for years. It's dunking, motherfucker. This is what you do. But nowadays, these new kids, they got to be fucking creative. I mean, goddamn, when uh, Aaron Gordon came out with that goddamn drone, nigga, I thought we was going to see something. I, I, I sat up in my chair for a minute. I was like, wait a minute, this, this nigga didn't bought aircraft. What are we going to do with this? I'm the this nigga. It's blinking and glowing and it's got a ball and shit. I'm like, ooh, we about to get ignorant. First attempt, nothing. Second attempt. We saw what his dunk was going to be. And usually, if you don't hit it that first time, or the second time, or the third time, we're going to get a little winded and just, you know, it, it, it you didn't kind of lost it. And unfortunately, at the dunk contest this year, we had a lot of that. It's, it, it was kind of shocking me that these boys didn't know how to dunk. I'm like, God damn, y'all, you know... If if you in the lower rounds, don't pull out your your top notch shit because you can impress with a two handed hammer. They was giving out fifty points for two handed hammers jumping over one nigga head. Then the same dude did the same fucking dunk with three people and won the damn dunk contest with the same fucking dunk. I'm like, no. I like the fucking DeAndre Jordan dunk jumping over goddamn jumping over the DJ table. That was one of my fucking favorite dunks of the night until that damn drone came out. But all the drone, the drone did his goddamn job, Aaron Gordon. Mm. But they say he had a foot injury. If you knew he had a foot injury, y'all should have got somebody else in there. The whole dunk contest concept, like last year it was live with Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon because them boys, I think Zach Levine made Aaron Gordon a little better because Zach Levine was pushing his ass. But in the same breath with Zach Levine being out of it this year, they should have done their best. They had DeAndre Jordan, that was their star. Of the dunk contest. They had an actual star in DeAndre Jordan. Okay? But other than that, that wasn't really, you know, I, I don't really recall anything that, you know, made me jump up and, you know, like, holy shit, you know, no. I, I, it was good. They were all right. Mm -mm. Not, not, uh, 
So come on, young man. Y'all, you know, y'all NBA goddamn players. I hear these boys talking about how hard it is to do dunk contests. Nigga, you dunk every day. That's what the fuck you do. Your job is to dunk a goddamn basketball, shoot a goddamn basketball, dribble a motherfucking basketball. Where the fuck are we having the miscommunication here? The creativity? Call me. I'll come up with some shit. I just told you about the cannon up his ass, right? I'm serious about that. We can make that shit happen. <laughs> Hell, come up with a slingshot. Put it on this nigga's shoulders. Dunk off the goddamn glass and the slingshot. Just some crazy shit, you know? Just do something fucking creative. It's not that damn difficult. You niggas are getting... This is your chance to do whatever the fuck you want that you can't do on the court. Take advantage, man. Take advantage. That's all I'm saying. You know, shit. Somebody come out in that damn dunk contest, get off y'all asses and do a goddamn good job. Shit, next year I want to be amazed because hopefully next year I'm there entertaining you motherfuckers. And if I go to the damn dunk contest and y'all fuck up... <laughs> what you think gonna happen at 11 o'clock and you show up at that comedy club my ass on stage? Oh, baby. Don't, damn it, don't do it. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, you boys bring that creativity out and let's get this goddamn thing going for 2018. Shit. I'm cheering for you, motherfucker. If y'all need some ideas, call me. I'm fat, never done basketball, but I know how to, what crazy shit look like. And I bet you I can tell you how to make some crazy shit happen. There it is. Um, <coughs> ooh, shit. Excuse me, folks. As I said, I've been told y'all last week, kind of dealing with the, a cold that came on after the show, and now we're getting to this show, and we're still getting over the cold. So I'm kind of still kind of pushing some of this out of me, which is just absolutely horrible. If it gets too bad, you may hear some edits here in the rest of the show. So just be prepared. Don't be shocked. It's all good. Um, Kim Kardashian, bitch or brilliance? <laughs> This was a story that I didn't have to really work on. It kind of popped up this morning. Somebody was saying that Kim Kardashian, well, no, I'm sorry. Our friends over at Refinery29.com, uh, they uh, had a story in reference to Kim Kardashian pertaining to a post she made on her sound, uh, no, not SoundCloud, nigga, what the fuck, uh, Snapchat account with a picture that had, that said, you can have, you can't have a million dollar dream on a minimum wage work ethic. Now, as a person in my caliber that has seen Kim Kardashian status and seen um, poor-ass Kim down at, the, at that work at McDonald's for nine hours a day status, you know, you can't do shit on minimum wage. You can't do a motherfucking thing on minimum wage. There's a chance where you have to make a decision if you're going to eat or be able to wipe your ass comfortably on minimum mother motherfucking wage. Talking about a minimum wage work ethic. What the fuck is that? Killing yourself for nothing? To watch another motherfucker get rich, you and the nigga next to you and the nigga next to him, having to sit here and motherfucking scrape between $7.25 a goddamn hour to take care of you and your family and everybody else? You can't get no pussy on 725. If you do, you only better get it once and better strap up, nigga. Because if you get that motherfucker pregnant, you screwed at 725 an hour. You know how hard it is to get a goddamn raise from 725 to 7 fucking 50, nigga? You got to cross paths and got to cross trails and do all this crazy shit in reference to the company. And most of the time, outside of the normal shit that you got to do to keep your motherfucking job. So, yeah, you can't. Have a million dollar dream on a minimum wage worth ethic. That because the way the motherfucking foundation of this country is built, 
Your minimum wage ass ain't supposed to have million dollar motherfucking dreams. Only thing your motherfucking ass is supposed to do is get your ass out of bed. Take your ass to whatever means of transportation that you use. Carry your ass to an organization with a, in a line or in a row or in a symbol or just bunched off fucking together with a bunch of other miserable motherfuckers and try to get paid legally. You notice in this country you can make bags of money illegally but you can't do shit legally? You ever notice that shit? Don't it piss you off when you see a motherfucking drug dealer riding in a Benz? This motherfucker may work three hours a day if that. How the fuck does that shit work? Huh? It damn near make you tempted to become a motherfucking drug dealer. So yeah, you can't have million dollar dreams on a minimum wage work ethic because you own fucking minimum wage. You can't have a fucking dream. If you do, you ass ain't gonna have a clue to make it motherfucking come true. Shit. Hell, she is absolutely right. The problem with what the bitch said, mind you, I defended this heifer a few weeks ago. I came to her defense a few weeks ago. Go back and listen to the shows. You'll find it. I don't know what the right what the fuck it is right now. Hell, <laughs> shit. I do the shows. I don't crawl, you know, I, I don't remember all of the shit that's happening on here. But nonetheless... I got to call out on her bullshit. She's right about what she said. But in her comments, somewhere on there, she should have said, here's a website that might help your ass out. Here's a business proposition for some of you broke motherfuckers to find a better goddamn way. You could have said a whole lot of other motherfucking shit, but some discouraging shit to keep a motherfucker from wanting to grind and shine and doing what they need to do to succeed. You know? It goes back to that conversation we had last year about motherfuckers talking about our position, uh, our, 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 oh, goddamn, no, 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 um, station in life, yes, remember that shit, station in life, I remember talking about that shit, that bullshit job I used to have, that motherfucking punk ass car lot, yeah, telling niggas that everybody has a particular station in life that they should be in, you know. It pissed me off because the same motherfuckers that was talking about station in life was also trying to keep me from instead of being a manager, making me a salesman because they want to tell me what my station is in life. See, it's up to us as human beings, it's us up, up to us as humans, up, up to us as people to find what you good at and grind your ass off to succeed it. Shine that goddamn diamond. Buff that motherfucker out till it sparkles. It may not gleam a goddamn bit, but if it's clean and pristine, motherfucker, wear it with pride. Hell. But don't be scared and don't let no bitch on no goddamn Snapchat feed post some bullshit and discourage your ass. And if it do it, discourage it. Look back at it again. Read it three times and then get pissed off for no reason. That's called motivation. That's called drive. That's how you get to the million dollar dreams and turn them into billion dollar realities. Okay? And now you ain't got to sell drugs or hurt nobody to do it. Okay? That's just my two cents on the whole situation. 
A lot of people got pissed off, fed up about it. I take it as motivation. You damn right. You can't have it on minimum wage work ethic. You got to get your ass up and try to get beyond minimum wage. What the fuck is minimum wage to me is the minimum amount of money a motherfucker can pay you to survive. The problem is the minimum amount of money that they paying motherfuckers to survive ain't paying motherfuckers to survive. You got to have three, four, five, six motherfuckers in one goddamn house to make that shit happen. But what they tell you in the goddamn church is you're only supposed to be two of y'all ass, right? They don't give you enough money for it to be four of your ass, but yet they only say you only supposed to make it happen with two of your ass, right? Come on now. Y'all didn't think I was going to be awoke today, nigga. Y'all got me fucked up, baby. Oh, I'm swinging for the fences in this motherfucker. I'm feeling good. Left that goddamn cough syrup alone. That's why I'm feeling so goddamn good, man. I was so fucking leaned out Monday night. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching wrestling. And some shit happened with a bunch of colors. And the nigga, my ass was just sitting here in fucking shock for like 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> I had to leave that goddamn lean alone. That shit was bad. Uh-uh. No, I pushed this shit out in other methods. That goddamn cough syrup is a bitch. God damn. Uh-uh. I'm not fucking with that shit no more. Hell. Speaking of motherfuckers who shouldn't be fucking with them damn drugs no more. First of all, I wasn't, I wasn't going to hit this topic. Because my, my main story, I got a shocker for y'all. Something that happened to me personally last week. And I, I'm sorry, I got to talk about it. Fuck it. Um, but... One of the things, one of the topics that we're going to be covering on next week's show is this fallout um, with Milo Yiannopoulos uh, pertaining to videos that he did a year to two years ago. This ain't no new motherfucking news. Nigga, this shit didn't happen last week. That motherfucker was on Bill Maher last week getting his ass handed to him by Larry Wilmore. We had already discussed this shit last week and I was still going to let that little motherfucker make it. But then they sat here and put this damn video out that put him in the worst light possible, basically saying shit that he's believed for years. First of all, let me get this out here real quick, because what's pissed me off more than anything is not just the outcry that's come from people that's saying, we told you so a long time ago that there was something wrong with this motherfucker and y'all didn't want to listen. See, Milo kind of just showed an example of a motherfucker that I said I wasn't going to mention on this show this month, but I can't help it. I, I got to. Agent Orange has got a lot to do with this shit and can be made as a point on this factor. Milo supported Trump heavily. Heavily. Talk shit to other motherfuckers. Heavily. About Trump. Milo. I'm sorry. That young man has severe emotional trauma issues pertaining to basically being totally fucked up as a child. He had the most... Goddamn, he had, he right now is in the running for the worst goddamn childhood in the history of childhoods. And what's fucked up about it is that he don't even know his childhood was fucked up. That's fucked up. That's some fucked up shit right there, man. 
that whole goddamn issue is completely and totally discerning and 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 should be fucking frightening that anybody's even walking around earth being able to compose the shit that's in his head. You have to have provocation somewhere in your mind to come up with the bullshit that's there. This shit just I know some crazy motherfuckers come up with shit just out of the blue. Some of it work, some of it don't. But in Milo's case, the shit that that he said was, and I'm not even going to repeat it on this show. I, I'm, I, I can't. To have the words fall out of my mouth would basically make me want to cut my fucking tongue off. I, I'm, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I have a problem with his outlook. But I also know that there's a good chance he don't know no goddamn better, which is kind of hard to say because the motherfucker's 32 years old. You know, I'm 36, nigga. You four years my junior. So your motherfucking ass should know right from wrong by now. Somebody should have been able to set your ass down and made you realize that the shit you say and the shit you think is fucked all the way up. My problem with this situation which is my same problem with the shit that's going on with Trump's motherfucking ass. My problem with this situation is that people continued to let his motherfucking ass prance around in his little fairy fucking world. Yeah, I goddamn said it. Some of y'all don't get mad. I don't give a shit. Back up off me, cuz, and watch the damn video before you come judging by what I'm about to say about next about this sorry motherfucker. And it's hard to call him a sorry motherfucker. There's a part of me that's frightened with this shit because it's hard to call him a sorry motherfucker because of his, like I said, his surroundings, his outlook on life. If ain't nobody ever told your ass it's wrong, motherfucker, how will you know other than learning and reading a book and seeing the news and watching some shit that says, hey, motherfucker, that's wrong. No, no. No, Milo, you should fucking know better, you dumb son of a bitch. But that ain't what a motherfucker done done. Ain't nobody went and smacked this nigga on the hand. They was too busy smacking him on his ass. Apparently, this shit is absolutely fucked up. What happened to this guy? Okay? You're going to have a fucked up outlook if ain't nobody ever told you nothing but fucked up shit. Hello? I, I... I hope somebody heard that. You ain't gonna know the difference. I've said this in the past before. Racism, you are it is not inherited, you are not born with it. It is a trait that is taught. It is a trait that is picked up in bullshit situations and terrible occurrences, sometimes just in straight up fuckery. You sitting around with your family members, they sitting around drinking and they all fucking racist. You are not responsible for what the fuck you was born into. We all have to go out in this world and make our own way. And there's no reason for you to be able to make an excuse of all the shit that happened to your ass years ago to turn you out into who you are. I don't want to delve too much into this situation right now because, like I said before, this is going to be a major hitting point on our topic on our next week's show. And I want to have the hippie pixie with me when we talk about this because this shit is going to be explosive, to say the least. Okay? Which I also want to throw in as well. Depending on the outcome of the games next week, the show may not get done till Sunday. So just keep that in mind. 
We got a lot going on. Next week's show is pending. I'll let you guys know. Now, like I said, but I I, I said I put out a video and I said I'm putting Milo's ass in his place. And I I I I'm gonna direct this directly towards him. I'm coming after the motherfuckers that surround him next week. So you motherfuckers, you're next. Stealing that from Goldberg. I love Goldberg. That motherfucker's a shit. Um, but yeah, motherfucker. Y'all, you conservative popcorn fart motherfuckers that was praising his ass Sunday night but then hating his ass Monday morning, bitch, your ass is mine. Just be ready next week right here on the Joe Moffat Show. But back to Milo. Sit your ass down, son. Time for you to have a time for you to have a heart to heart talk with somebody that's gonna help get your motherfucking mind straight, my nigga. I don't need no notes for this. I'm coming straight from the heart. Y'all get this to this boy because he gonna need this. This might be the words that save his life. Cause right now I'm more than sure he probably wanna kill himself. And like I said last week, we better than that, and we can be better than that. Young man. We all have dealt with fucked up shit in our past. Last week I told a story about saving a relative of mine. What I didn't tell you was the aftermath of saving said relative. To which I'm not going to go into detail, but needless to say, we ended up fighting and being split from each other for a long time and arguing and it took a while for us to make up even after that fact, okay? Because I did some fucked up shit. We all do fucked up shit, and people always have fucked up shit that happens to us. But I come to you today informing you that you are 32 years old. You need to grow the fuck up. You need to get off your ass, quit sitting here thinking just because a motherfucker did some fucked up shit to your ass years ago that you feel that you are now trying to accept. Don't accept that bullshit. That was wrong. But you need to grow up because you've taken what happened to you and used it as a platform to catapult yourself into stardom. And that is the most stupidest fucking shit on the planet to do, to use what happened to you as a form of, of, of financial gain. That's crazy. Not to mention, you shouldn't have never let what happened to you compose what you became. There's no excuse. Not a motherfucking one. I can't relate to the way you feel. I, I can't relate to the idea, the notion of being able to accept no shit like that. Hell no. And you shouldn't either. I'm here to tell you what happened to you was fucked up. And you need to make it a mission. To make it that, make sure nobody else on this planet, no child, ever goes through any abuses like that. You need to make it your mission to help any child that's going through some shit like that to make sure they never have to become and hate as much as a person like yourself does. Don't get me wrong, my friend. You actually have a reason to be so fucking hateful. I will give you that. 
But I'll be goddamn if you think I'm you going you think that your motherfucking hatred is gonna give you justification for bullshit. Hell no. If your ass can't draw the line here, Marker bitch, there it is. You didn't cross the goddamn line. That's why your that's where your ass becomes mine. You want to turn this around? You want to salvage whatever it is that you have left to help? You ask me to go into a hole. Hide under a rock. But in the midst of your ass hiding under that rock, you need to do everything you can to make sure that the people that hurt, that hurt you are never allowed to hurt nobody else. And then you need to make it your mission to make sure that nobody else gets hurt ever Again, that is how you get justification. That is how you get freedom from those horrible thoughts in your fucking head. Because I'm going to tell you right now, that bullshit you spewing, boy, you got motherfuckers wanting to catch you in the street, cuz. You can't understand another way. I bet you understand that shit. Watch yourself. And that's all I got to say on that subject until next week. I hope somebody get their hands on this young man and help him because he needs help. He is fucked up in the head. Somebody help him. Quit flashing that raggedy little bitch. What's that how about though that retarded asshole? Send that mother little motherfucker and her ratchet out ass mama down to CPS. Put that little bitch in goddamn child custody some motherfucking way and put her goddamn mama in jail. That's the only motherfucking place that retarded whole ass. Because goddamn it, anybody that's raising a child like that don't deserve to have a motherfucking child. Period. Motherfuckers is glorifying that shit. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? When the fuck did we become a country where ignorance was supposed to be fucking bliss? Bitch, it ain't. Fuck a minimum wage work ethic. Nigga, that's minimum wage motherfucking mentality. I'm so sick of hearing about this shit everywhere I fucking look. It's like people try to make... It, for some reason or another, it's a joke and I ain't getting it. The shit ain't fucking funny, man. Ain't nothing funny about no goddamn disrespectful little bitch that don't know how to do more than sit here and show her ass on a regular fucking basis. And then you sorry motherfucker sitting here like you watching a goddamn panda at a fucking zoo. Aw, she's so cute. <laughs> Fuck that. Get off your goddamn ass and do something about that little bastard ass girl. What I was trying to say was they need to send Milo's ass on goddamn Dr. Phil because Dr. Phil, somebody need to help this motherfucker before he end up dead in the street or swinging him on self from a goddamn rope because that's the only goddamn outcome I can see. I am still a human being, y'all. I'm sorry. I can't give up on nobody. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, but you know something? If you don't give a fuck, I, I give a fuck less. This is the, if I got one fuck to give anybody, this is your one. Everybody gets one. I don't know this, sorry, motherfucker, but you need to get your goddamn mind right. Then after that, you need to start helping. Because then that'll help you. You ain't got to be selfish about it. Just do right. See it, man. It ain't that fucking hard. It's not that difficult of a goddamn concept.
I'm tired of people sitting here glorifying these goddamn children when they when they fuck up. Y'all glorifying fuckery. What? Come on, man. And then half of you motherfuckers is glorifying fuckery. Like the Milo's and like the little bitch. I don't even know her name. Is it Danielle? Y'all, you look, look, y'all get mad at me calling a little bitch all you want. Fuck you. That's what she want to be. I'm going to put your ass in a place you want to live in, motherfucker. Hello. Well, welcome home. Hell. By all means, welcome home. I'm going to put your ass in a place you want to be in. Fuck it. Treat them like they want to be treated. Anybody don't understand that concept, nigga, your ass needs to go in a goddamn box somewhere and go to sleep. Because you, <laughs> you might as well give up, hang it up. That's an easy goddamn concept to follow. Treat people like they want to be treated. She act like a little bitch. Guess how she ought to be treated. Put her sorry little ass in line, make her ass go to school and get a goddamn education. If she don't want to school, go to school to get a goddamn education, give her a little while to get some age. Send her to a goddamn trade school or something. But don't sit around and be fucking useless and trying to sit here and got her walking around with bodyguards and shit in Hollywood like she's somebody. Get the fuck out of here, man. Y'all can call me whatever the fuck you want about that shit. Fuck you and the boat you floated in on. I'm not going to sit there and support no ratchet-ass child acting like no goddamn 13-year-old thought for no goddamn reason. Ought to be on, y'all, all of you motherfuckers ought to be ashamed of yourself for sitting here glorifying that bullshit. Anywho, and on to other topics. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to... <clears throat> Ooh, I snapped back out of that one. Shit, you know, I get in the, I get in the daddy mode and get to whooping these asses. You know, I gotta take a minute to fly away from the fuckery and land into some straight up bullshit. Cause this next story, oh god. <laughs> <coughs> history or ever can I recall something not I can recall something so stupid but I never can recall it being so stupid and involves so many motherfucking people going to jail not at this level of stupid no 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 don't get me wrong they had like 30 kids get busted at a house party here in Enid last week I don't fuck you catch the police catch 30 niggas at one time I have no clue I think like everybody like froze and didn't run cause if it was my ass you'd only been catching 29 motherfucker that's real shit when I was in school nigga I was fat but I was fast police come my ass would be gone <laughs> nigga's like where'd Joe go I'd be calling your ass yourself <laughs> they call me the next day nigga I'm at home sleep fuck you talking about where I'm at bye shit <laughs> I never was there, motherfucker. Hell, that's how we did. Fuck it. Hell, what the fuck are you gonna stand there and answer questions for? Hell no. Well, let me. I had to stop. I I stopped and answer questions one time when I was at job call, and somebody called the police on us. And my homeboy got drunk and was walking around the hotel in his SpongeBob boxers. Um, and the police came to the room and told us to grab this motherfucker and then they was coming fucking with us because they thought we was partying, which we were, and getting fucked up, which we were, and we had weed, which we did. Um, and me being the good spokesperson or whatever, you know, I was sent to the store to, I was sent to the door to handle the police, whatnot, you know, and I was good at it, so <laughs> kind of had a little training at them times, you know, living in Houston and shit, you know how to get out from under the police, nigga, you somebody, your ass is special. And I was luckily to be special. And, uh, Sure enough, uh, 
while I'm sitting here talking to these police officers, uh, they're wanting to make sure everything was safe and secure. And I was like, yes, officer, everything's fine. We'll quiet down a little bit and just continue out drinking quietly. Thank you. You have a nice evening. Sent the ass on their way. Got fucked up. Good night, right? Right, right? Yeah. So, um, I understand when you're caught up in a situation and you're trying to get out of the shit, it's kind of hard. But these motherfuckers, not the kids at the party, fuck them. These motherfuckers I'm about to talk about, Walker Doherty and Edwin Roberts. I mentioned them by their name because I ain't going to mention the story yet. But I know y'all done heard this goddamn story, and it's funny as fuck. Well, it's fucked up. I ain't going to call it funny as fucking the most racist. It's funny because these motherfuckers are not going to jail. Back in January, these uh, um, Walker Doherty was a hunting guide. He got paid to hunt every... Every motherfucking day, this was his job. Walk around with a gun and another motherfucker, and y'all go hunting. This nigga had been doing this for a while now. This wasn't nothing. This was not his first day. Okay? I want to get that out there. Edwin Roberts was a guest with the hunting lodge. So, Doherty was his, uh, Doherty was his host. Roberts was the guest. They were supposed to be out hunting together. I still haven't got the full-fledged fuckery of the story, but this is the story that was told to the police who didn't believe a dick of this shit. They didn't believe none of this shit at all. (laughs) They looked at them motherfuckers like, really, nigga? Really, nigga? You mean to tell me? That you plain Jane motherfuckers in this raggedy ass RV got attacked by 30 motherfucking Mexicans. <laughs> this is the fuck. Shut the fuck up. This is the story. Okay? Don't, I'll try not to laugh. But hello. <laughs> I knew I was going to fucking do this shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> Shit. Goddamn. Hold on. I gotta propose myself. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, hold on. So these motherfuckers, these niggas, <laughs> they say 30, 30. Okay. You mean 30 motherfucking Mexicans. And this is, I'm not, don't call me racist. I'm saying Mexicans. They were from Mexico. They would be Mexicans. If I'm, I'm from Texas, I'm a Texan. Shut the fuck up. Okay. He said, 30 motherfucking... <laughs> they say 30 fucking Mexicans came across the border particularly to fuck with these motherfuckers and steal this RV. 30 motherfucking Mexicans armed to the teeth. <laughs> okay? Armed to the motherfucking teeth. <coughs> <coughs> 30 fucking Mexicans on to the teeth came and attacked these two motherfuckers and they broads who was on this hunting guy trip. Okay? The women didn't get shot. Both men got shot. The RV got shot up. But they didn't get the RV. This is what was told to the police. Okay? Now, this is why, this is the part why I'm laughing so hard and shit gets kind of serious, okay? The Agricultural Commissioner for the state of Texas 
Commissioner Sid Miller went on Facebook and backed up the motherfucking story. Nigga, this shit was so fucking dumb. And yet this nigga, a fucking politic, a elected official, back the story of two dumbass rednecks who fucked around and shot their ignorant ass selves. Let me phrase. Shot each other's ignorant ass selves. The only thing that would have been made this better if they just shot each other in the ass. That would have been the only guy that I wouldn't have been able to tell this goddamn story. I'd have been on the fucking floor crying, having a fucking asthma attack, trying to keep breathing. <laughs> These motherfuckers are going to jail. <laughs> for some stupid shit. These motherfuckers going to jail. For <laughs> How the fuck? These motherfuckers going to jail for shooting each other. Because they dumb little motherfucker. And should have just, you know, what the funny part about it is when the damn ad commissioner backs him up, this motherfucker so calls himself trying to be Mr. Cool, Mr. Trying to help a brother out and shit. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker trying to pull a, they like, say, man, help a brother. No, you know, because this is some bullshit that happens with rich people. You know, we talked about this back on the rally. This is white privilege. It ain't just white. I'm telling you. But at this time, it was goddamn very white. It was so white, it was bare, like, you know, white, white. This was, <laughs> this was blinded by the light white, all right? <laughs> shit. <laughs> this is, but now, if you ever seen white privilege, this would be it. If you've never seen it, this is white privilege. Because this is what it gets you eventually. Okay? If there was. Because <laughs> this motherfucker backed the story of these stupid motherfuckers shooting each other. The funny part about it was you had the ad commission back the story. You had the two motherfuckers lying telling the story. You had they bitches telling the story. Yet the police and the feds and Border Patrol and the CIA. And all of these motherfuckers that had to eventually get involved in this shit because your stupid ass lied and you's a dumb motherfucker <laughs> for coming up with this elaborate bullshit. <laughs> your ass is going to jail. <laughs> I don't know. I've been to jail before. I know it's terrible. But that's also why I can laugh my ass off. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Dumb motherfuckers. It, it, they didn't have the police to have their damn back. The police doubted that shit from day one. Not all police fall for fuckery. Okay? I had a conversation with a cop this week. I was forced to have a conversation with a police officer this week. And y'all know... I don't have a problem with cops, but if I don't have to intervene with them, I don't. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, you know, why, why walk into a potential ass whooping? I'd say, you know, I'd be like kind of walking up to my mama and calling her a bitch. I, you know, I wouldn't do that because she probably gonna slap my fucking teeth out of my mouth. You feel me? So, but I had to have a conversation with a police officer this week. He was a fine, uh, fine officer here in Enid, uh, Enid PD officer, been on the uh, force for many years. And I had to question him about 
what exactly the fuck is a fog line and where the fog line is located on the road? Um, he told me he didn't know what the fuck a fog line was. Like he ain't never heard no shit called no damn fog line. He'd been on the force for years. Pulled over many of people. Some of them black. And never in the history ever did he ever pull anybody over for a fucking fog line. He said he never pulled nobody over for a fog line incident. Right, right? Right, right. Okay. So explain to me why last... What was it, Friday? I was uh, heading to a ball game with my wife. Uh, my stepdaughter was playing um, in regionals uh, for the basketball tournament. <coughs> this was Friday night, yeah. And um, while in the midst of traveling, we crossed in a major county. Uh, my wife and I were in my stepdaughter's Lexus. And now, and when I say Lexus, let 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 let's put some perspective here. It's a 1994. I'm not having my baby riding around in no goddamn car that look better than mine. Goddamn it, the only car I own is a 2002. Hello, you know. I mean, goddamn. Yeah, we got a truck, but that's my white truck. That ain't mine, you know. Her name on it. What the fuck? She know I ain't lying shit. So we were in my stepdaughter's Lexus, and we. We passed the cops who were sitting at a kind of not really a mile marker, but they were sitting at a parking spot that was next to a small national park out here in Oklahoma, Gloss Mountain National Park. Uh, and well, Gloss Mountain State Park, State Park, sorry, not National Park, State Park. And uh, we were talking about taking my son out there when he comes for the summer, you know. And I'm on cruise control. I'm nigga. I'm riding so goddamn cold. It's ridiculous. I'm I'm on cruise control. We straight shot in there. Everything was supposed to be good. We passed by these two cops, and I'm thinking to myself. <coughs> and first, well, the first thing my wife said, you know, you got to cruise control on. You know, you ain't no use to wanting to get fucking pulled over. Don't nobody want to get pulled over. I don't give a fuck. So if you speeding and you pass a cop, you dumb than a motherfucker. There's a good chance you're gonna get pulled over. Uh, that's black, white, purple, green. Um, but in my initiation, I was black and literally wasn't doing a goddamn thing. I had cruise control on 65. I wasn't swerving in the road. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't flashing my headlights. Wasn't doing shit. Cop pulls out on the highway. To what I thought was going to be him immediately turning his lights on and explaining to me exactly what the fuck I had done to get his attention. So we ride on a little bit. I stay at the same speed. I don't hit the brakes. I don't jump. I don't flinch. I don't move. I don't do shit. I do everything that I've been doing from day one because this is how I've been handling police for 20 years now. This ain't nothing new for me. Okay? I know white folks going to be sitting here listening to the show. They're going to be like, well, Joe, why, why black people got to do that? Like, baby, it's trained in us because we got to understand when we go out in these streets, we go out in the world, whether we going to work, whether we going to the store. Your ass has to carry yourself different than everybody else. And I'm sorry, it is, a, it is a trait that is trained in the black people and has been for years because of people like Emmett Till. That's the only explanation I can give you. If you don't know who Emmett Till is, baby, th th look it up. You don't know who Philando Castile is, look it up. You don't know who Alton Sterling is, look it up. You don't know who... If, if you don't know who Tamir Rice is, look it up. Black folks have a different set of standards when we go out in these streets and in this life and in this world in the United States of America. 
Period. Anybody that know how to fucking stand that, hang with some black folks and you'll understand. Ride in a car with a black man. Ride in a nice car with no tinted windows with a black man and you'll see exactly fucking what I'm talking about. <coughs> As I continue. So, uh, me and my wife riding in the car. Cops following us. So, I'm like, I'm going to wait till he turns his lights on. Fuck it. I'm not, I'm not going to give this motherfucker the opportunity to pull me over if I ain't done shit. And I'm not going to give him an opportunity to fuck with me just for shits and giggles. He might just go on about his business. He might run the plates. Most people that I, most cops that I've ever had that have whipped out on the road because they were bored and didn't have nothing to do and saw my black ass. They ran my place. They didn't see no warrants. They didn't see no tickets. They didn't see no fuck ups. So they let me go on about my business. Okay? Right, 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 right. That's how it should go. No, 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 no. This motherfucker revs his engine. He gets right up behind me and then backs off. This is why I thought he was going to turn around, pull over, go fuck with somebody else. Maybe he had his radar on. Maybe he, you know, got a buzz and somebody else was speeding. He was going to go fuck with them. That ain't what happened. What happened was he came flying behind me. I shit you not, dog. This motherfucker revved up his car and... He backed off almost a good 50 feet and then sped up right behind my ass. As if to think I had a reason to run. See, I'm going to tell y'all something about me and it's very important that you catch on to this. I am not the nigga to fuck with when I'm ever. (laughs) Y'all thought I was going to say something. No, I'm not the nigga to fuck with. Ever. I will exploit your ass every which way but up. This time, I didn't even have to say a word. I just had to keep doing me, baby. I tell y'all, it's that easy. It ain't that hard. You do you, you'll be fine. And I did me. And I was fine. Not worried about it a bit. Teflon, baby. Ice cold. Now, but I still got this cop on my ass, right? (laughs) This motherfucker still revving his fucking engine behind me. He does this shit Three times. He has followed us for 12 fucking miles. Take that back. 11 miles. At the 12 miles, he finally turned his lights on. It was him and another cop in the car. My stepdaughter's window don't roll down in her Lexus. Like I said before, this is a 94. This, he, all he seen was a black man in a fucking Lexus. I shit you not. And I can say that right now because what he says next to me blew my fucking mind. He said, and I quote, after following me 10 minutes, the only fucking thing he could say to me was that he saw me cross the fog line. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I stayed on that shit so motherfucking sharp. Nigga, you could pass by where I was driving and still cut your goddamn finger. I was goddamn on point. And this nigga said I crossed the fog line. I didn't argue. I didn't complain. I was kind of, I almost popped off and asked, what the fuck is the fog line? Because I didn't know what the fuck a fog line was. I googled the fog line eventually, and I finally found some sort of definition over on on Google pertaining to the fog line. They say it's it's the white line that runs on the road that separates 
the actual road from the side of the road. And he said that I hit the fog line. In the midst of me hitting the fog line, I had to stop and brake my vehicle after he turned his lights on. To which he was also shocked that I did that as well. Because once he turned his lights on, he was still speeding up behind me. But when I hit my brakes, he had to hurry up and hit his. Nigga, I'm not bullshitting you, Chew. This nigga saw a nigga in a Lexus and assumed my ass was doing some shit wrong. Wearing a 3X shirt on a 5X frame and a pair of fucking khakis heading to my goddamn stepdaughter's game smelling like dirt and dust from a fucking warehouse. I've been racially profiled before. This ain't my first time. And the damn sure wasn't my first rodeo. And this shirt certainly wasn't going to get ended by no goddamn podunk, fake-ass, bony fife-looking motherfucker. And his trigger-happy homeboy who didn't realize I saw his ass standing behind my fucking car with his hand on his fucking gun on the side where my wife was. Like these motherfuckers was jumping for a reason, which was the reason why they asked for another officer to hurry up and get there and pull around. I had four motherfucking cops, two motherfucking cars behind me for nothing. For not a motherfucking thing, baby. Like I told you earlier, Teflon, ice motherfucking cold. Ask my partners who get you home. Ask Debo who get you home. He'll tell you. I ain't the motherfucking one. I ain't been the one and I ain't gonna start being the motherfucking one now. And like I said before, Bonnie Fife can kiss my motherfucking ass. Because the only thing he can do is give me my goddamn ID back and go on about his merry motherfucking way. Hold on. Before he mentions, and I quote, I shit you not. That sure is a nice car for a teenager. It's a 94, bitch. Are you shitting me? No, this is a nice car for a black teenager. That's what your motherfucking ass is saying. I, I get that shit. Yeah, yeah, man. I get that, yeah. This is a nice car for a black teenager. Uh-huh. Right. I would say some people were saying I'm, I might be being a little sensitive about this subject if it wasn't for the... I had to have somebody tell me to get mad about it because I was kind of like, y'all know me. I'm I, Like I said, Teflon, ice cold. I don't let it phase me. No fucks given, right? I don't give a fuck. My wife did, though. She gave a passionate fuck, and it really pissed her off. I wasn't the only one in that car. And she knows that there's a good chance that if I was the only one in that car, who's the sad I made it home that night? Look, I'm sorry. People can get mad at me for saying that, and, and I'm not saying that something would have happened in reference to that situation, but in the same breath, I'm not going to sit there and say it would, uh, that there's a chance that no way in hell nothing would have happened to me. Because they already had fucked with me for absolutely no reason other than being a black man in what is considered a nice car simply because it's a Lexus. That's it. That's what the fuck happened. Like I said before, I talked to an officer that 10, 20 years on the force. And this nigga said and told me he ain't never done no shit like that before. 
I asked military people, I asked parents, I asked, we asked family members, we asked different people that's just been driving for years, so they ain't never been pulled over for crossing over that damn white line. And I didn't cross the, I crossed the white line once. He didn't say I crossed it five or six times. He didn't say he saw me weaving in the road. He didn't say he saw me driving recklessly. He said I hit that line one time. It's 2017, folks. And I still got to live my life practicing the same rituals of black folks from the 40s and the 30s and the 50s and the 60s and ever. And yet everybody want to talk about how free we are, how, how, how this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. <laughs> Shit. You don't know how brave you got to be just to be black in America. Like I said before, sometimes getting out of the bed and get you killed. You can be in your house and somebody can call the police for some bullshit and you be the one end up dead. And it ain't even been a goddamn crime been committed nowhere around you. We got to do better, folks. We have got to do better. This shit, that shit shouldn't have happened to me. That shit shouldn't have not happened to me, y'all, period. It shouldn't have fucking happened. What can I do about it? Nothing. I didn't get a warning. I didn't get a ticket. I didn't get shit because he couldn't give me shit. Not to mention the reason why he pulled me over was bullshit. So whatever would he would have found in the fucking car would have made anything he'd have fucking done else irrelevant. That's the fucking scary part. That motherfucker got paid for pulling over motherfucker for doing nothing. Mistakes happen, accidents occur. I'm not going to, I, 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 I try to blow it off like that, but I can't. I've tried, but I won't. After I get this off my chest with y'all, I'll probably feel a lot better because that's the reason why I do this. I love you guys for always being here to listen and understand, but we got to do better, folks. If you're a police officer listening to my show, I want you to understand that this is 2017. This is a very real story. And if you ever want to talk to my wife, she'll be more than happy to tell you exactly verbatim what happened. And I just say to you, officer, that you can hopefully continue to be a good and upstanding person, not just as a police officer, but also as a citizen. Because keep in mind, just because you're a cop and you got on that badge don't mean that you're not also a citizen of this United States and and a fucking person of this planet. Sorry I got to end this show on such a sad note today. But, I mean, my God, be better, do better. Just because you see a black man in a nice car, I mean, he's a fucking threat. And again, I thank you all for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, next show, next week's show, it's not really up in the air. I will be on the mic no matter fucking what, okay? We might turn this shit into something more amazing than that you ever motherfucking seen. So just give me some time. I'm, but there will be a show next week. It just may not be on Wednesday. So peace and love to all of you guys. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Be good to each other. Be good to yourselves, okay? Just do that for me. We don't ask for much around here. Other than spending money, which we'll be able to do once we get T-shirts, which are now, which are going to be available for starting at $20. 
maybe $15. I'm still working on pricing, so don't quote me on that. But we will have coffee mugs and coffee cups and all kind of shit. I got to go because the, the clock is in and soon. Thank you all for listening to the Joe Mavis Show. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Hit me up on iTunes. Leave me some reviews and stars. Shit, I ain't no stars in forever. Leave me some reviews. Leave me some stars. Hit me up. Peace and love. I love you motherfuckers. And from the great words of Bernie Mac, I'm out this motherfucker.